Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. So, do you want marketing made simple? Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze all your online marketing campaigns. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com income now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com income. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Hello and welcome to Musicals with Cheese Make Me a Musical. And today we have an incredible special guest that I'm so excited to talk to. Please join me in welcoming bicultural singer, dancer, actor, and lyric translator who grew up in Michigan and performed on Broadway in their debut in K-pop the Musical and is currently performing the role of Susan in the national tour of company. It's Marina Kondo! Hi! (laughs) I love this because it's inherently false because we had to have talked before this but it's so wonderful but i'm so great to it's i'm so happy to have you on how are you feeling this morning so great thank you so much for having me i mean i mean to have some time with you and um get to talk about the show and do a little fun game exactly what else can you ask for on a wednesday morning oh yes um very few things can make a wednesday morning better so (laughs) Tell me, before we jump into the actual game, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you want the world to know about you? Totally. Um, uh, my name is Marina Kondo. I was born in the Netherlands. I'm 100% Japanese. Um, I am a first-generation um, Japanese-American. Um, I grew up in various parts of Michigan. Um, and uh, I went to, you know, I lived in Rochester. I lived in West Bloomfield. Um, and uh, let's see, I went to Interlochen Arts Academy, which is oh, up yes. north and, um, and a lovely school. I also went to University of Michigan um, for a BFA in musical theater. Um, so my connections run deep in Michigan, and um, I'm so happy to be back in my hometown. I'm so, I'm so happy to have you there. Are you doing anything? Are you going to like any apple orchards while you're around here? I hear that apple season might be over. Am I crazy? Oh, no, no, not not yet. They're still really they're still busy. Yeah, come oh, on. Oh my gosh, wait. I think I might go tomorrow then because I'm obsessed. It's like what I used to do during the pandemic a lot because it's just one of those like outdoor things that is just so fun and like it's just so innocent. Like it's like how cute are we as humans to like go to an apple orchard and like pick apples and like mm. make yourself sick with them because you ate one too many because you don't want to pay for all of the apples that you pick <laughs> um if you want me to be uh this is a bit of a dry but it's worth it there is one in northville that is uh the parmeter cider uh mill 
one Ooh. of truly the best apple cider you will probably get in Michigan. Um, so if I'm given my personal recommendations out here, that is the one to go to. Okay, Pomodoro. How do you spell that? Oh, God, how do you spell there? <laughs> um, I might have to cut this because... Uh, no, um, totally. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely... Parmenters. I'm so sorry. P-A-R-M-E-N-T-E-R-S. Wonderful. Parmenters. Um, I actually live in Novi currently, so... Oh, perfect. my gosh. All right. I know. Okay. Oh, wow. That is... I'm so excited. Okay, now we can just talk Michigan for hours, but um, I want to hear about um, your trip to Broadway and how you basically from Michigan Mm -hmm. to Broadway back to Michigan. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, totally. Um, Well, so I graduated of the University of Michigan in 2017. Mm -hmm. I did the off-Broadway production of K-pop right out of school, Um, and I replaced... um, um, another Michigan graduate, which was really cool. Um, and then I went off to do the King and I national tour. Um, I did drop by at the Detroit Opera House, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then um, I uh, moved back to New York. I went back on tour with Frozen, the first national tour. And we were at the Fox, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I went um, after a year, during that time was when pandemic happened. So that was probably my longest contract. Um, and, uh, yeah, I moved back to, um, New York because I booked this show called K-pop and it was, um, the first, it's the first Korean musical to ever hit Broadway. Um, and so having that kind of Asian representation on Broadway was so special. And for me to make my Broadway debut in a show like that, um, really meant, like the world to me, I think, you know, just representation in general, I'm the only Asian person to be traveling with the current company of company. And so to have that kind of visibility is um, what I strive for. I think it's so important to show the world what our world really looks like. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I feel like there's a lot of a lot of work the theater industry can still do to get uh, voices heard, obviously. But seeing what has been done within the last few years to get um um uh i i want to say a lot more voices distinctly heard is one thing to praise but another thing to watch out to make sure they keep up with it um yeah so i w- i can't wait to talk about k-pop on my show one day if you're ever yeah. interested in joining us for that conversation i would love to have you um for sure. but i think the time has come for us to kind of think about what we would do if we were given the chance to make a musical on Broadway. So here's the thing. It can be literally anything and it's hard to put you on the spot like this, but just look around your room. What is something around you that you find a deep connection for? Um, I love uh, photography. (gasps) Okay. We're going to do. Okay. I love this. So photography, the musical, that's our jumping off point. Let's think about that like a visual medium be a lot of things and there's been like toes in that territory before like 35 millimeters like one idea so oh, what yeah. who is the lead character of this photography musical do you think um maybe a child okay with a camera um yeah i love polaroids i love like you know 35 millimeter like and that's something about right now too like i think everything's so digital and Mm -hmm. it's so fun to watch people go back to other older forms of photography Mm -hmm. um like I think digital cameras coming back right now like from like the 2000s but that kind of like going back in time I love okay well I kind of like that I think we have an opening number going back in time like 
kind of a pitch for this child character linking back to a nostalgic feeling. Now, is this a period piece or is it contemporary? Uh, this has to be contemporary. Okay. I feel like it has to be present day, but the kid is like using different medias to capture life. I'm already seeing like a tragedy. <laughs> oh, no. I know. <laughs> Or maybe it could be fun. It could be like a fairy tale or something. Yeah, I was getting like kind of magical realism. Whimsical. Like... Yeah. Um, so he takes Polaroids and like Dark Room. Like I feel like Dark Room already sounds like a song title that hasn't been made already. So there's a Ooh. lot of things. What are the struggles in this uh, traditional photography obsessed child's life? What What is his one dream that he can't or they can't achieve? Because I don't quite know what they are yet. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, oh, maybe it's like one of those stories where like the child doesn't have like um the perfect family and like, okay. but he uses like photography to like escape his like, not escape his life, but maybe like look back on just like moments of like happiness. I love it. Maybe so. Like, all right. So he looks through the like literally the photos are the only things that he can recall as happy moments it's birthday parties all that kind of stuff yeah um, something about like that nostalgia and um yeah like especially like film and like polaroid like you really like it's like a one and done thing you know like it's not like your iphone where like you could take a million photos of the same moment mm -hmm. it's like really precious okay what is this child's i want song called because we know what the context is we know what their want is what would you title it um i don't know something about like capture capture the dream or something there it is <laughs> <laughs> okay there it is okay the capture the dream wants to have a better connection with their family are we thinking this is like a big broady kind of annie style musical are we doing more of a next to normal like six or seven cast members kind um, of maybe musical? like next to normal okay like musical <laughs> <Whoa>, okay <laughs> all right all right we got to introduce the musical parts so we know that they have familial issues are they escaping to a magical world or are they kind of what what is the next step for them to let's kind do of magical world let's do like or like i'm thinking like um um rumpelstiltskin like that kind of like a magical you know, character magical characters like maybe he's like like in his dark room but like through his photos and like photography he's able to express like a whimsical world that he is imagining Okay, I love the idea, like, okay, he's in his dark room, and he develops a photo, and he's like, wow, this is so realistic, and then he sticks his hand through it. Yes! Love it. And it's like Narnia. Narnia's it's like dark. Narnia, Coraline. All right, he is in the photochemical world. Mm -hmm. And what's different about this? What is this giving him what he thinks he wants? Oh, like, like, like... Wait, explain that to me. Go, go a little. <laughs> like, what? What does he discover on the other side? Because I imagine oh. like this is trying to fill a hole in his life in some way. Yeah, I think maybe just like maybe he's discovering like what his family had to go through, and um, you know, like in the forms of like these whimsical characters, and um, he discovers like what like true love feels like or okay um like familial yeah. love or romantic love i think familial love okay so these kind of creatures are they like what energy are they giving to them like a true loving feeling or are they 
annoying him and making him appreciate what he has back in the real world. I think they're just like friends. I think okay. they come out and like maybe they they're reminiscent of like family members. Maybe okay. he discovers that like he can be like the hero of his own story. Like he uh, he's the one who like patches this his like family. I together. love this so much. Okay, who it's does so he cute. meet? <laughs> like what are these friends named? Like the Rumpelstiltskin magical realism character. Um, I don't know. Oh gosh, like oh man, what's a what's a uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe There's... they're just colors or something. <gasps> yeah, let's call them Mauve. Make it a female character. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> a female character named Mauve who and Corrine or something. Yes, Mauve <laughs> and Corrine are are t- two photochemical ca- colors. <laughs> Oh, this is so cute. I love this so much. They show him like what it means and what exciting things they could have having these connections, these feelings and all those um, sorts. And of course, he has to go back to the real world where things are a little less colorful, a little less engaged and reality hits. Um, So maybe like all these colors, like like color his heart and he's able to color like the real world i love this it's like a pleasantville (laughs) thing like he suddenly sees the light and is able to bring the magic home with him suddenly like joy comes in um okay now we gotta introduce some conflict we have some people in our quote-unquote real world that doesn't want colors who oh, are they and what is their villain song? Oh, man. I mean, I could think of a m- bunch of things. It's it's a crazy world out there. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe his like also maybe like his pet or her pet that or their pet can be like a little companion that can also go in and out of yeah. the world. Like Toto. Yeah, we need a Toto. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. What's the conflict? Um, probably like the mom and dad relationship for sure in there. Maybe like a, uh, like a older sister or brother. Or maybe just while he does color the world of everyone around him, it doesn't change the problems at home. Like the parents oh, are still yeah, like, like the, no, no matter what, he can't fix this. And maybe that's yeah. the struggle. Yeah. Okay. 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 So he's able to like go to like, I don't know, the mailman and like mm-hmm. Britain up his day or... <laughs> Our school, like suddenly the angry teacher and like all the students suddenly find joy. But he tries the same effect, this bringing his c- colorful friends out and on his parents and it just stays gray and yeah. things can't work. And yeah. maybe the arc of the overall thing, and this is kind of like a more of a metaphor, is he kind of gives his parents permission. Don't don't make yourself miserable because you think it'll make me happy. Kind of. Mm, maybe yes, that- like that kind of release of like not trying to like forcefully fix things and yes like yeah like he can't live in the photographs he has to make new memories <laughs> yeah yes oh my god this is beautiful <laughs> like he's trying to stay in a frozen moment and he okay a frozen moment might be a good 11 o'clock number for a these frozen people. moment yes but that's all it was it was a moment and we need to unfreeze <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I was when I was getting into this game, I was thinking either this is gonna like, tell me if I need therapy or not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) this seems cute. All right. All right. So we we know where we're ending and we know like the way there. Um, I still feel like we need one more visit to the color world where mm-hmm. he is angry at them. Like you guys made promises to me that, that you would bring brightness to the world, but it hasn't happened. 
Yeah. Like a lashing out. Because, you know, when you, you expect things to be easy as a kid. Totally. Like, maybe just, like, it's really just, it's like a tantrum. Like, like colors, random colors everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. okay. And, like, you know how if you, like, mix too many colors, it turns, like, gray or dark? Mm-hmm. Or, like, brown? Something yeah, like that. Like a big old glob, globby colors. Or maybe yeah. he just starts burning his photos. Like, some kind oh. of really big lashing out where he destroys the world that he found in act one because it didn't yeah. solve all of his problems yeah yeah and then maybe he realizes he needs to like like go into himself to figure out like really what the root of like all exactly. this sadness is. so let's just say act one builds up to him burning those photos and that's where mm-hmm. we leave them on act in act one great great act two all the color that he brought is slowly fading away and he's just like wallowing in it and he discovers he can't really focus his energy on brightening everyone else's life without figuring out his problems at home which leads to that and then all the colors come back in the end because he's able to move on from the frozen moment okay Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so we got frozen moment we got those um maybe like uh, he needs to like Maybe he has a moment where, like, he's just calmly breathes and all of it just kind of, like, goes back. Like, I don't know. Maybe I love this like so much. There. I love this so much. <laughs> um, breathe or some... I, I gotta quit thinking of... <laughs> May, okay, here's a pitch for a song. Focus. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I love that. Okay. So let's think of names. What is our main character's name? Oh, man. Oh, let's see. I can't... I don't know. <laughs> What's a good name? I don't know. Like, okay, let's try to think of anything that is photo related. Like, what is right. a thing on a? Hmm. Um. Uh. Uh. Aperture. <laughs> um, F stop. Fo- focus. Focus. Maybe his name is Focus. I like that. You know what? Or like maybe that gives it away. <laughs> Eyepiece. No. <laughs> um, Lenny for lens. Oh, that could be cute. Or like, isn't it ISO like the kind of? Um... Oh, I like that. That 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 would probably be a good one. Like ISO, uh, and you can kind of not. It could just be a cute little goofy name, but also. Yeah, yeah, ISO or ISO. Oh, ISO is a cute name. Yeah. I, okay, I'm into that. That one's that one's a little more subtle. I really like that. So we got ISO. We've got Mob, and we've got Corrine. Yeah um let's give the parents names i feel like they or maybe we can just call them mom and dad because it is from the child's point of view yeah let's do mom and dad um all right who do you think would write this musical like what composer out there in the wild do you think would be the one who writes it oh my gosh i mean like i'm obsessed with adam gettle and he's like Mm. having a comeback with um days of wine and roses yes and craig um uh, what is his name craig Wow, I'm having drawing drawing a blank right now. No worries, no worries. I I do this on my podcast so often; it's almost ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Gettle and Craig. Oh, oh, what is his name? I'm so sorry. No worries, but no, I Craig I, Lucas. Craig, Craig Lucas. Lucas. I I think he did the book, but maybe like I just saw Days of Wine and Roses, um, and it's coming to Broadway, I believe, this next season. And the music of it is just so beautiful and just like colorful and mm. there's like themes to it. I just, yeah, I think maybe then. Especially with like how Adam Gettle deal, dealt with like parental themes in Light in the Piazza. I feel like this would be right up his alley. Um, yeah. 
I think that'd be great. Now, who do you think would direct it? Like, this feels very color-based. It feels like I'm feeling like an Alex Timbers vibe, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I, I can see Alex Timbers. I can see, oh, man. Uh, oh, man. I mean, oh, I don't know. Like, um, Sonia, no, not. Um, Maybe right, Rachel Chavkin. Rachel, yeah, Rachel Chavkin. There we go. Um, those are both incredible choices. Now let's cast this show. I mean, obviously, unknown boy, not quite figure that out. But we got a lot of side characters that we could fill in with some fun character actors. I mean, Marina, uh, who are you putting yourself as? Oh, god! You got a Lin Manuel Miranda. You got to put your own. <laughs> oh, who would I be? I mean, I would probably be like Mob or someone. I think I would want to be in the colorful world. That would be a lot more fun. Yeah, you'd you'd have a lot more chance. You probably have like the one big charm number you know what give mob a charm number what would that be called oh man uh uh color me mob okay i love that that is so cute that is so cute <laughs> um i feel like he they they're just describing other things that are mob as well or things That's like could true. be that is so lovely um and who would play corinne with you oh man oh gosh i probably Honestly, I just see like a um a gender fluid. Like we could definitely s- sprinkle that in there. Okay. Um, I love see. that. Oh, um okay. Man, I when it comes to these kinds of things, no I No worries. Um who is the person from Shucked? Um Oh, Alex Newell. Alex Newell, that would be kind of a, a slay. That would be <laughs> incredible. Um okay. So parents, let's think of mom and dad real quick. I don't know why my brain is telling me Leia Salonga and I don't have a good reason for that, uh, but I just no, see I love her. See her and I'm like, "Oh, that's a mother figure." <laughs> she is a mother figure. I mean, she is the mother, like truly. Mm-hmm. Like I love um, all the work that she's done. She actually came to K-pop a couple times. She saw me in the off-Broadway production as well as the Broadway production. Um, and she is so sweet and so supportive. Um, I've heard yeah. nothing but wonderful things. And I've seen like the horrible, like remember the guest just walked into her dressing room recently and she handled it so like a pro. Yes, I know. I was so shocked by that, but she really did. I would have just, you know. I would gotten... have exploded on site, literally no, self-destruct. Sure. For sure. Okay, great. We love that choice. Um, how about like, what is the dad? I feel like we need like a James Earl Jones character, like an older, wiser. Yes. Figure. Are, are we thinking for the dad or just in general in the color? World? Maybe just in the maybe just in general. Okay. I can't. Maybe that character has to be in like the real world. You know what? I think maybe the teacher or the mailman character. We have like Ken Page or some Broadway veteran who can yeah. get easily replaced by like Al Roker in later revivals. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. Like yes, it's no, like totally. the easy song. Okay, I agree. Mailman um, character out of the family that kind of uh, gives advice to um, ISO. Yeah, love that. Okay, I'm into this. Gets one song okay. in Act Two that no everyone kind of knows yes. they go pee during. <laughs> Or maybe it's like kind of like a narrator vibe. I like that too. Maybe both. Like a little guiding conscience. I love this so much. And you kind of imply that he was originally from the color world in a, when he was a kid and also ah. did that. They share a love of photography. Oh, that's cute. Yes, yes. All right. And okay, back to the dad character. I don't know. Who's like yeah. a good kind of like always kind of nails it vibe. Maybe like a you know what? Let's let's steal some credibility. Throw Josh Gad in there. <laughs> 
Wait, that would be great. Yeah. I and be- he was in the original production of, or this revival, I believe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh Gad would be a good fit. Um, okay. Yes, we have our cast. Um, all right. When this opens up at, let's say, the Walter Kerr Theater. <laughs> okay. What is Jesse Green say in the review? Oh, man. Well, I wouldn't want... <laughs> Oh, gosh. No, I can't even bring that up. That's fair. <laughs> that is you fair. Know, that was me setting you they, up, all fairness. Yeah, I know. You totally did. <laughs> um, don't yeah. answer if you don't want to. Yeah, I don't know if I can answer that question. I truly. will say they will have opinions that no one understands because no one can understand what a New York Times review is saying anyways. I know. They're literally the gatekeepers. It's crazy. And uh, on my podcast, often we read New York Times reviews from the last hundred years. They are often just gibberish. We break them down <laughs> word by word, and uh, we are not sure what they are trying to say most of the time. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, am I being punked right now? <laughs> no, no, no. Truly, no, no, they no. are ridiculous. <laughs> no, I, and I think, like, reviews, too, like, it's just uh, so much of theater has changed. Like, it has to, to, like, mm-hmm. get along with, like, what's happening with our world and, like, what kind of things people want to see. Like, it's just really um, a rapidly evolving, it has to be a rapidly evolving um, industry. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, but this one is giving like anyone could be anything kind yes. of thing. I love it. Um, what do you think the title of this musical is? Mm. Oh, what would it be? Like, there's like three songs that we set up that could work as titles. Like, Dark Room also kind of rings as like, uh, you know, off Broadway at the public theater musical. Yeah. But also, Focus f- reads as like, uh, like, because you can just see that poster right now, a little camera lens with a boy's face behind it. No, totally. Oh, man. Or I could see like a title like Curious Incident, you know? Like, yes. it's just like, what is that? Like, okay, we let's think of a really long ca- title like Curious Incident. Um, oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, I really set myself up for this one because <laughs> I really don't know. Like, maybe it would be like something like, like all the ridiculous colors of night, <laughs> like something like oh, that. Where yes, it's like, yes. Oh, yeah, I love that. Like, that already sounds like a children's book that it's like, it's like adapting from a children's book. It never existed. Yeah. Or like, maybe we could put ISO in there too. Like, ISO's, like, what did you say? ISO's. ISO and the Ridiculous Colors of Night. Yes, perfect. I love it. Okay. Or in the dark room. Uh, uh, ridiculous Colors in the um, Dark Room. Yes, Ridiculous cover- Colors in the Dark Room. I love it. We got all of it. Um, we This is wonderful. And... Yeah, we're opening on Broadway next week. Um, get ready. Um, <laughs> um, get your Spotify playlist because you're going to be listening to Focus like five times a day for the next year. And yeah, yeah. oh my god, it's going to be like the best like high school Jimmy Award song. Mm-hmm. And Marina, best featured a- actor. <laughs> Come on, get that Tony. You're going to spin that disc. <laughs> um, oh my god it's so good and we just made a musical would you we believe really it did. like no i don't like i honestly i was for a second i was like i did research and then i thought oh i didn't even think for one second what i would talk about or think about it in terms <laughs> of a musical so i'm glad who we got through of course and um, this was a great time i hope you had fun i hope this wasn't stressful because i know it is a lot to put oh, on yeah. you on a wednesday morning <laughs> 
and uh, honestly, I feel really geared up for the rest of the day. That's what I like to hear. Now, you are an incredible performer, and you are all over the social media, so why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, totally. Um, You can find me on my Instagram. I believe it's at Marina Kondo. You know, those, like, um the beginning people who have used Instagram, like, they get to, like, use their full name with no, like, <laughs> punctuation or anything. So, anyways... I'm an OG at Marina Kondo. <laughs> um, that's M-A-R-I-N-A and K-O-N-D-O. Mm-hmm. And now, is there anything that you want um, our listeners to go and find or do for themselves this week? Um, You know, it's been a, a really trying time in the world, I really do believe. Like, go outside and um, I'm just, like, I've been trying to practice, like, just gratefulness of just being, um, existing in this, like, like, in this world and just, like, having the sunshine down on my face and, like, being able to go outside and, like, take a walk, like, has been, like, really grounding me. Do something nice for yourself and, um, yeah. You know what one of the nice things they should do for themselves? Go see company on the national tour. Um, If you're in the Michigan area, please go see it at the Fisher Theater. It is running from October 17th to the 29th. But also the tour will be going on until mid-2024. So no matter what, go to companymusical.com, find your dates, and go see this show because Marina (laughs) is wonderful in it. If you want to have a good time, big laughs. Um, It's really just truly about humans being alive and um, what you want and like with like relationships. And um, I think anyone could relate to that. Um, So if you want to, it's an actual musical comedy. It's a really fun time. Um, So Mm -hmm. please do enjoy and come. It's a good date night and it's a good musical to take your mom to. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you will learn a lot about a lot of things in the car about ride each home. Other. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you for listening. And Marina, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next time on Musical Machine. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.